Coming to you live from Norman, Oklahoma. This is your favorite podcast that makes you want to eat. This is Burgers and Brats with your hosts, Braxton Poe and Matt Marks. I'm back! Thanks for trading me back, Matt. It's a privilege to be back in the United States. I'm, Lithuania, where you guys traded me, it was terrible. LeVar Ball is awful, man. I knew we traded you. I didn't know we also traded you to Lithuania. I hope you had a good time. You man. know what? At least I didn't get traded back. Hey, oh. Jacob Clements is back with us. So you guys didn't trade Clements away? No, just Jacob Thomas. But hey, we got Clements back with us again today. All right. All right. Let's I'm, go. I'm down for that. You, you happy to be back, Clements? You happy you didn't get traded, huh? I'm very happy I didn't get traded. Lithuanian food is so stale. I would rather just go eat a nice burger and a nice brat. Yeah, oh, okay. Oh, I see All what right. you did there. That. Okay. Props to you for that. Yeah, All right. the, yeah. the food wasn't that good. It, it'll make you sick. But speaking of being sick, do you want to get sick on your own terms? I don't know, but you're going to tell me something, aren't you? I'm going to tell you something very weird, interesting, flat out crazy. So this is cooking on the grill stuff this, right here? This is cooking on the grill. Okay, let's hear it. If you don't cook it properly enough, you're going to get sick. So this is kind of the same thing. So a company called Vive, V-A-E-V, Tissue, uh, sells sneeze-filled tissues for $80. It's a startup base in L.A. Their sole purpose is to give the user a cold virus through other people sneezing into a napkin and then them sending it to you for 80 bucks. Sounds like when I go to a restaurant and you know, they don't clean the table up before and you're like, hey, I could get some germs here. <laughs> nice. I mean, I don't get why you pay 80 bucks to do that. I just got to talk about and get the same result. <laughs> <laughs> Man, just taking a jab at Taco Bell here. Man, they don't, serve, food. they don't serve burgers and brats, though. That is very true. <laughs> that is very true. So the, the tissues come in a slick white box with a Petri dish and some gold tape. So they make it really fancy for that 80 bucks you spend on that. And wow. the, the quote from the 34-year-old founder, Oliver Neeson, the simple idea is you choose when to get sick. Just you choose when to get sick. But he also states, you'd wipe your nose with the vibe tissue a few days before your vacation, and that way you get your cold out of the way before the trip. That is exactly what I do when I wake up. How can I get sick today? Wow, genius. Gosh, this sounds like a Shark Tank pitch. <laughs> This is a terrible idea. Why? Why would you do this? Who wants to get sick? Apparently, oh. a lot of people because it's already sold out. Is it worth eighty bucks though? Is yeah. it? Yeah, it comes in a cool dish. Oh, cool so box. that makes it alone eighty bucks. You're right. My I bad. mean, I just I have to be Mark Cuban here and ask what their margins are because people are actually paying for this. I'm really surprised. I'm just, shocked. I'm shocked too. Eighty bucks to just get a sneeze-filled tissue. You know, why don't we start doing that? If you want to sneeze filled tissue, hit me up. I'll sneeze all day if you want. Hit us up on our it's Twitter. It's free. Burgers and brats, yeah. No, we got to charge something. Yeah, you're right. Uh, take that back. Not free. DM, Not us, free. DM us on t- um, Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Facebook? The Facebook store? Nah, that's, uh, that's too yeah. classy. We're at Twitter is where it's at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> so... It'll, we'll charge you about 10 bucks. It's a lot better deal than the 80 It won't come in a nice box, but you get the idea. I mean, we can put it in a paper bag or something, but that's going to cost an extra five. <laughs> and then there's shipping. But if you call now, we'll throw in two, and that's probably going to bump it up to 40 I don't know. But, hey, you know, that, that makes you think. I mean, you can sell anything these days. You really can. Just have a good marketing tool, have a good sales pitch. You can sell anything. Yeah. But moving on to another big story, Kyler Murray. He chooses the NFL over the ML- MLB. That's that's a big shock for me. How about you guys? You know, I 
we've talked about this before, and I say, you know, I think Kyler needs to go and play baseball. But over the last month, I've, I've changed my opinion on that. Um, I, I, I think this is going to be a great decision because personally I think he's going to be a top, definitely top ten and possibly a top five pick. Um, I, I like this move. Um, definitely had some discussions with some friends that have like, you know, he's crazy. This is a bad decision. I personally think he will do well in the, in the NFL. I think this is a good decision. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, Kyler going to the NFL, you know, I'm really happy for him. I think, you know, he's going to go to a team that really just needs quarterback, um, like Washington, for example. I've also heard, you know, Oakland, uh, the Giants looking for someone to take over for Eli as he slowly declines. Um, you know, and as well, like, I really, you know, I don't blame him. Um, you know, even though the MLB was reportedly willing to grant uh, that big league contract for him, um, even then, you know, I would still go football just because there's more money, more sponsorship money as well. You can become a wider known name, and especially a quarterback where you're essentially the face of the team. Look what happened with Baker this year. I think that Kyler definitely made the right choice, and uh, you know, if I were him, um, kind of looking at this thing, I would say, well, look, I could go to the NFL, you know, be potentially a top 10 pick, go help a team out immediately where I know I could start. Or I could go spend a couple years in the minor leagues and then go to the A's, of all places, the A's. Yeah, because you get paid your money now in the NFL. And now that he's going to focus on the NFL, he'll, he can probably be a top five pick now. But he's ranked second overall by ESPN. Mel Kuyper has him at number 8, Todd McShay at 13 to the Dolphins. So, it, I think he can be a top 5 pick. Maybe even a number 1 pick with um, Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. Yeah, and, and the top 5 teams, the f- top 5 picks, you've got Arizona, you've got the 49ers, you've got the Jets, you've got the Raiders, and you've got Tampa Bay. And looking at that, you know, they say, okay, Josh Rosen's going to be their quarterback. That's what I saw today on social media. You know, they're saying, oh, you know, he's, he's the quarterback. I, I personally don't buy that. I think Kyler could still be picked by Arizona. Um, you know, the 49ers could, but, I mean, they've got Garoppolo coming back, and, you know, they've got Mullins. Mullins, is that right? You know, they got yeah. him too. Yeah. Um, I, out of that, but I really think the strongest one, you have New York. And then at six, you've got Jacksonville at seven. And then other team, you know, we talked about, you mentioned the Dolphins at 13. You mentioned Washington Jacob at 15. Uh, you know, I, I really, those teams could definitely use them, but 13 and 15 is pretty low. I think, and we're all in agreement, oh, yeah. a top 10 pick, I think maybe that's looking very clear that the Giants might scoop him up. Well, I was going to say as well, um, two interesting scenarios I heard today. The Raiders, because they do have multiple uh you know, first-round picks as well. I could see them picking up Kyler at four and then going after some more offensive talent, um, potentially telling Derek Carr, hey, you know, we'll, you know, get you, like, you know, some games um, where Kyler's under you, and then after, you know, we feel like Kyler's ready, um, he'll take over. But I did actually see the scenario um, where reported the Patriots are willing to trade up to get Kyler as a replacement for Tom Brady, which would be huge. Kyler in that offense would be... Kyler and Bill Belichick. Yeah. That'd be lethal. He would literally get the chance to learn from two of the best people in business in football, uh, Lincoln Riley, you know, here at the college level, and then uh, potentially Bill Belichick at the NFL. That would be pretty shocking. I mean, and and, and I just want to go back real quick to your point on the the Raiders. Um, They do also have the 24th and the 27th pick. So, you know, having three picks in the first round, I mean, that's, I mean, they need it. Oakland definitely needs it. 
Um, I'm sorry, Las Vegas definitely needs it. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> well, and does Oakland, are they even playing in Oakland? You know, they talked about playing at AT&T um, Park over in, you know, San Francisco. But now they're reportedly saying, too, that actually, wait, they may be playing in Oakland. Who knows what's going on there? They're kind of a mess. But, um, yeah, I could see Oakland, and that would be really interesting if he does go and, and, and is you know, learns from Tom Brady. I mean, we've talked about it, you know, Depending on where you land, is Tom Brady the goat or not? I mean, no. I mean, the six rings now says that's the guy you want to learn from. I don't care all the scenarios of how he's won, but that's a pretty good landing spot if well, that happens. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I'm sure Braxton agree with me with me on this on Peyton Manning being the goat. Um, what I think, you know, the Patriots were willing to trade up to number two to get Baker last year if the Browns hadn't drafted him at number one. Because, you know, the Browns have had a very spotty drafting record. Um, except, you know, last year where they got Nick Chubb and Baker, two great picks. Um, but, you know, the Patriots, if they're willing to trade up to number two for Baker as a replacement for Tom Brady, I think they're definitely willing to trade up for uh, Kyler. I don't know who they're going to trade, but somehow Bill Belichick, man, he gets something to work together. I'm sure they'll figure out something on draft day. It'll be like last minute, and I really think that the Patriots might actually try and make a run. Yeah, I did see another um, conspiracy theory that Kyler and Cliff Kingsbury have talked and that if Kyler were to choose football over MLB, then Cliff would take him overall as number one. I don't think Josh Rosen is the long-term answer for Arizona. I don't think Cliff believes that either. I mean, Cliff, with his experience with the Big 12, I mean, he – I mean (laughs) – Let's be real here. The dude directly lost to uh, the Kyler Murray-led Sooners um, in Lubbock, by the way, which we all know weird stuff happens at night in Lubbock, especially when it comes to football. And, uh, you know, I really think that Kingsbury knows what kind of talent he is. However, the reason I say that, you know, it might not happen is unless Arizona trades up to get a little bit more on the offensive side. Um, You know, a lot of their, like, their offense has been pretty stagnant. Um, you know, even with Josh Rosen. So I think that Arizona is not as likely, but it could happen. So what team do you guys think, or what number overall pick do you think Kyler will go? I personally think that he will go the Giants at six. I, I can believe that too. I believe the Giants as well. And I hate that. I mean, as a Cowboys fan, I don't like that. You, you can hate but, that, but imagine Saquon, Odell, Shepard, Kyler, all on the yeah, same mm-hmm. team. Oh, my God. That's, that's, that's going to be unstoppable. Yeah, that's oh, a yeah. good team right there. Really good pieces that will fit well in, in that offense. I'm so, hoping yeah. he's there at number 10 for my Broncos. Yeah, I was going to mention. I was going to ask him. Yeah, Case Keenum. Yeah. yeah, Case Keenum. Denver's looking at Drew Locke from Missouri, which I don't think will be a great pick for any team, honestly. Yeah. I want to throw this at you real quick. If he drops a little bit more. What about Green Bay at twelve? That mm. that's Aaron that's Rodgers is kind of towards the end of his career. Yeah. How long uh, will if he, he go can, with that injury? You know, yeah. if he's still injured, I think they could draft him. But I mean, I don't, coach, I don't think they do this year. Yeah. They're still yeah. behind Aaron Rodgers. I mean, coaching situation in Green Bay is a little bit, and as well as front office, is a little bit shaky. That's why I don't think he goes to Green Bay. Honestly, I think he could go as high as four to Oakland. Patriots trade up. I think they would definitely try and take him. They've already done deals to San Francisco, Garoppolo, for example. Um, and I think, you know, as well, I could see the Giants. Yeah. So, staying in the National Football League, he's back. Kareem Hunt signs a one-year deal with Cleveland. It was shocking to me, probably shocking to everyone. As I've watched ESPN as well, it's shocking to them. 
What do you guys think about this? This is my first hot take. Truly hot take. The Browns will be a playoff team next year. That That's true, but he can't play until the NFL investigation is over. And, true. And he still hasn't gotten his suspension, which could be six to ten games or even a year. He's on the commissioner's exempt list, and that could go mm-hmm. on for a while. Yeah, but even then, you know, the Browns do still have Nick Chubb. What I would say as well is that I have heard Goodell is considering time served from the games that he was cut from Kansas City, including the playoff games. Um, and then being removed from the commissioner's exemplus on a probation. So in the statement after Kareem Hunt was signed, John Dorsey, their general manager, put out, okay, he's good friends, he's known Kareem for a while. Um, I find this move, I mean, shocking that he's back this quick, also shocking that he's with the Browns. Now, sure, that relationship makes sense, but you've got Nick Chubb, who was great. You've got Duke Johnson, who backs him up. You had Carlos Hyde at the beginning of the year, and they got rid of him because you had too many running backs, and you wanted to give Nick Chubb the time. So why you make this move? I don't see Kareem playing. If he plays next season, if he plays, it's towards the back end, but it's it's a third string. I mean, maybe put him back in a Chubb and getting him some time. That bumps Duke Johnson. I'm kind of perplexed by this deal, to be honest. Other than, okay, there's a relationship between him and Dorsey. I mean, if I were Duke Johnson right now, I'd be looking at my spot like, okay, I'm probably going to be the third string. Like, uh, something needs to happen. But, like, as well, you know, with Kareem uh, coming in that potentially coming in that late position, uh, could help the Browns with the playoff run. No, I think if Kareem start, if he's available to play first week, he's for sure the starter. No doubt Kareem Hunt's the starter. If he's allowed to play. Even if it's three weeks into the season and he comes back, I th- still think he's a starter. But do you bump Chubb? Chubb is a great running back, but Cream just, I think he's a top tier over oh, yeah. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb had a great rookie year. 996 yards. He did yeah. great, but we'll see if I, it continues how the offseason, if that continues, or it was just one year. Like, so uh, Interesting hypothetical here. What if the Browns do go uh, the route of, say, the Saints as well, kind of how they did with Kamara and Ingram, and try that out and see what happens? Could they're both. Kamar and Ingram are two different t- st- t- styles of play. I'm like Hunt and I, I see that's the thing. I don't. I don't. I would disagree with that. I would let Chubb be the main guy and not do a duel. Okay, maybe you, you, you get you get Chubb a little rest here and there, and that's when Kareem comes in. Maybe on third downs. I don't know what, but I don't do that duel. I, I don't. I don't like that. I, I think after a guy who almost had a thousand yards in his rookie season, this guy was good and he fit well with Baker. Kareem would too, mm-hmm. but give it to Chubb. Yeah, I don't know? like the. I don't like the duel either. But I think it would really work in New or Cleveland. I think it would work well, yeah. especially with Baker Mayfield at the helm. Now, if, if Chubb if Chubb has a sophomore slump, then yeah, easy make the call. But I think give this guy. I think this guy has the potential to be a superstar for alongside with Baker Mayfield. I really think. This is a really good combo. Well, I mean, definitely, no matter how you slice it, things are definitely looking up for the Browns. But they signed yeah. Kareem Hunt for a reason, too. Yeah. They have Nick Chubb and Duke Johnson, but why would you sign Kareem Hunt? There's got to be something else going on. Well, I mean, it gives the competition, you yeah. know, another I mean, guy to add to the mix. It statistically makes the Browns better as well. I mean, you have that, you know, dual potential threat of Kareem or Nick Chubb. Um, you know, even that though they are in the punch. same style, yeah, it's still that one-two punch. And I mean, I think that, you know, they could really kind of beat down some people with the run game and then open it up with Baker for the pass game as well. I mean, I think that this adds another lethality to the Browns. 
Yeah, I they're they're definitely a playoff team with or without Cream Hunt, but just adding Cream Hunt just moves them up mm-hmm. even farther. I I just don't get why you can hit and kick women, face a few game suspensions, come back to another team, but smoking weed, you get suspended for life. I just don't understand. Well, that. the NFL rules are dumb. It's I just mean, terrible. Just, they're, they're, the way the rules, what happened with you know Zeke Elliott too, a couple seasons ago. Zeke Elliott. Let's just Tyree, pick a suspension. Tyree Kill, Greg Hardy, all yeah. out of comeback. I mean, there's no even, consistency. Even finding Zeke, uh, you know, for jumping the Salvation Army kettle, I mean, that's just, he's trying to raise awareness. Like, I mean, it's fun. It's like the that. No fun it's league. Just, yeah. The no fun league and all because Roger Goodell. Is hey, that was our fantasy league name. It was. <laughs> you guys got anything else to say about Cream Hunt, Kyler Murray? Nope. Good. I do have an addendum to add on the NFL. Bears should get uh, Austin Seibert. Okay. Raw, uncut, hot take. Sorry, Cody Parkey. Well, anyone's better than Cody Parkey, so. <laughs> I think they're bringing in like 10 guys to try to compete against hey. Cody Parkey. So I think my money's on all those 10 guys that can probably be. What in. is this, The Bachelor? <laughs> Chicago Bears edition. <laughs> Duh, Bears. All right, moving on to a lighter note. On this day in history, 1996, rapper Tupac releases his fourth studio album, All Eyes. On me, all eyes with a Z. Oh, Do you wow. understand it? Yeah, the Z. Yeah, yeah. It included the songs. How do you want it? And California love. That was pretty good. It went five times certified platinum after just two months, and nine times platinum after two years. Pretty impressive by Gray Rapper. Yeah. So California love. I'm gonna go back a little bit more on mine. We're gonna go back to 1809. Uh, that were you alive back then? Almost. Kind of. Not really. Um, wait, what time zone are we in? Um, so, I'm going back to 1809 because that was when our 16th president, Honest Abe Lincoln, was born. And I don't need any other words for that. Just Honest Abe. The GOAT! The GOAT. Abe. You know, I actually... I'm going to go back, not as far as Matt has, but still back to the 20th century. In 1975, Margaret Thatcher became the first female leader of the Conservative Party in Britain. A historic moment that would change the world. Well, you know what? we got a lot of history for you today, Braxton. That was a lot of a history. history. The history, that's it. the little history lesson of the night. I love me some history. Abe and Margaret. You know? <laughs> Beautiful stuff. Beautiful. All right, let's move on to some other news that happened around sports world today, this weekend. Antonio Brown says it's time to move on from the Steelers. I was shocked um, after his tweet today. I was a little surprised, honestly. Yeah, I was too. And, uh, you know, what's going on in Pittsburgh? Honestly, what happened? In the last, you know, you start last season and you're like, okay, hey, we're starting a new season. Maybe Le'Veon's going to play. It's okay. Could happen. Then Le'Veon, nah, still never came back, but yet they're still marching along. Then they start blowing some games they shouldn't have lost, and then you get all this rift, and then, you know, oh, here's Big Ben, maybe the last one left, and he's old. And then you got Antonio Brown, who wants out. Le'Veon Bell saying, screw you, Pittsburgh. What is going on? A team that really has some really good players is going to be left with Juju, Big Ben, who else? James Conner as well. And you got James Conner, yeah. But, but this team's about to take a complete 180, and they are going to be rough next year. What do you got? I would say, actually, uh, I mean, there's something going on, whether it's front office, behind the scenes in the locker room or something with Pittsburgh. 
Um, but you know what? Honestly, Antonio Brown, um, I have been hearing a lot of people saying that he wants to go to kind of more like a fledging team. Um, I say he he goes inner division and goes to the Browns. That's what we put on our Twitter today. We, me and Matt, both thought that he would choose the Browns. I mean, or Dallas. <laughs> I mean, the Browns make perfect sense, though. I mean, you have someone who could come in and make a huge impact at wide receiver, you know, with the signing of Kareem Hunt that we just talked about with Nick Chubb and Baker. Um, and, he, you know, even the Browns potentially drafting, you know, Hollywood Brown. I mean, that's, uh, I mean, that would be pretty awesome right there. In an ideal world, let's just reunite the Sooners in Cleveland, right? I mean, that's. that's hey, I mean, I did it in Madden, so. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, you need to be a GM. Get your team just like Madden, right? So we we all agree that A B would be a have a great spot in Cleveland. Oh, That's yeah. who we all want him to go to. Mm-hmm. And then so in the NBA, Harden dropped thirty points for thirty straight games, even though these thirty point games are happening in garbage time. Especially last night, they were up by like seventeen against the Mavs. Harden got his thirty, of course. It's not as impressive anymore. Just I'm ready for the yeah. streak to end. Well, I mean, you know, Harden. Um, you know, as well, I think that he is... Well, he's a phenomenal player. I'm not going to discount him. Um, he is not necessarily my choice for the best player right now. My choice for the best player right now, not MVP, but as far as a great streak, with the OKC Thunder, Paul George. So, 11 of the last 12. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, he's had some phenomenal 40-point games in there. Um, but yeah, um, I think that that's, um, I really enjoyed seeing that Thunder Houston matchup earlier in the week. Yeah, it was a great 20 point comeback from behind win for the Thunder. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a hot take. I sit, the Rockets play the Timberwolves this week, tomorrow, Wednesday or today. And so the streak comes to an end against the Timberwolves. I'm Mm -hmm. saying it, calling it right now. Streak comes to an end. Got anything to add, Matt, about Harden? I think the streak continues. I think you're wrong. Think I'm wrong? Yep, you are wrong. Mm. Then we got a little golf action. Phil Mickelson won the AT&T Pebble Beach. Finished with a 19 under. Dude's looking like he's going to have a hot year. I'm, I'm just ready for Tiger to win. I'm ready for that to happen. I'm sick of Phil Mickelson. Bring on Tiger, baby. You know, I actually, I have to talk about the most American sport of them all. NASCAR. The Daytona 500 opening weekend is coming up, and I'm excited for it. And here's what we got our next segment. We've got a minute with Clements to talk about NASCAR, and go. <laughs> All right, so Daytona 500 coming up, right? This is the first race of the NASCAR season. Um, you know, I'm really excited for it. Um, my personal favorite driver is Martin Truex Jr., who just made the move to Joe Gibbs Racing in the number 19 car. Um, Chase Elliott as well is uh, poised to have a great season, um, but I think Martin Truex Jr., after getting ever so slighted from the uh, championship last year, is going to come back, make a good run at it, and win this season. Wow, that was a... You still got, you still got some time, yeah, you got time. You got some time. Well, you know, as well, I would really say, you know, I'm probably, honestly, might end up at Texas for the uh, playoff season come up, coming up um, as well. You know, I'm very, very, very excited for um, all the new guys that are coming in. Um, I don't know if y'all knew, but I'm actually like a really huge NASCAR fan. This is something that's close to my heart. It's actually the most watched American spectated sport. I don't believe at that. an event. Yep, 
NASCAR tracks can routinely fit um, over 100,000 people, and so consequently, they are the most attended American sports event. It is the most watched sport because you watch them go left, left, left. All okay, right. they do go right occasionally. <laughs> occasionally, right for that tire change. <laughs> hey, that's been your one minute with Clements talking about NASCAR. Thank you, Jacob. Oh, anytime, man. That, that was great. That was great for the rednecks out there. We're going to move on to our halfway point in the NBA season. All-Star game is this weekend. We're going to talk our halfway MVP, Rookie of the Year, and Defense Player of the Year. I'll start with my MVP. This may be a shock. Paul George. I'm going Paul George. MVP right now. Heck yeah. I'm going Paul George too. I know I alluded to it earlier. Uh, Paul George, great, great season so far. Um, and, you know, him, uh, that tandem of Russell Westbrook as well, um, even though it's having a poor shooting performance, is still doing great on the triple-double record. Um, most triple-doubles consecutively ever. Um, but Paul George, man, he is a phenomenal player. Um, by the way, at everyone who said that he would go to L.A., man, that is not a good choice for y'all. Paul George is killing it in OKC. He's committed to stay, and I'm so excited about it. Uh, you're both wrong. James Harden is who I'm going with my MVP. Who? 36.5 points a game, 6.7 rebounds, 7.8 assists. You mentioned it, 30-plus 30, 30 point games. Most of them are in garbage time. Okay. But let me tell you this. You know the last time he was under 30? It was 30 games ago, right? Yeah. yeah. That was December 11th versus Portland, and you know how many he had there? 29. So just about to start that streak. Give him one more point. Hey, Let he that streak did- continue. Didn't win the head-to-head against Paul George, though. Yeah, well, you know, they're not as good as OKC, I will admit, but James Harden, man, killing it. All right, now i got Rookie of the Year. I'm going Luka, even though I believe I believe Trey Young is closely in second place, just closely behind Luka. Totally agree with you uh, on that, but Luka definitely, in my opinion, gets Rookie of the Year. Um, he's having a phenomenal season. Um, kind of single-handedly putting Dallas a little bit back on the map. Okay, you guys are right and wrong. Right on Luca, 20.8 points a game. Um, he's doing, I mean, just it really doing well. Seven rebounds a game, 5.5 assists. But Trey Young is not close. This is a runaway. Luka Doncic. Luka's not even in the All-Star game. Yeah, and that's the biggest scam. He should be. Nah. Oh, is Trey Young supposed to be? Yeah, he's in the, oh, rising, no. he's in the rising Stars. Yeah. Well, same mm-hmm. as Luka. Nah. Luka's there. <laughs> And Dirk is in the three-point shooting contest. Let's go, baby. <laughs> All right, Defense Player of the Year. I'm going Paul George. Not a shock. Most people will probably have Paul George as his, their number one leader right now. Also going Paul George here. Man, should I just say the same thing so we're all saying it? No, I'm going Greek Freak. First in the East. Well, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. Man, I even botched wow. that. Let's but, be let's be real. The East is kind of like the B team, so... That's true. That's oh. facts. Wow. Shots fired. It's kind of like East. sitting it's like kind of like if you're like leading the east, it's kind of like sitting it's kind of like being like the 18-year-old sitting at the kids table at Thanksgiving. So, what about LeBron all those years he was there? Well, he's the ghost. So. Yeah. Oh, so that that yeah. yeah. Okay. He's you're right. the ghost. Right. He and I mean, he finally realized his poor choices and then yeah, came he, out with Milwaukee is the best in the NBA though. Just saying. Mm. Yeah. So speaking East. of that, who do you have in the Eastern Conference Finals? Eastern Conference Finals. I still got to go with my Celtics. You know, I picked them at the beginning of the year. I'm going Celtics in Milwaukee with Boston winning. I'm dropping the Celtics. I'm saying whatever. It's done. There's more tension in the locker room. It's over for them. So I'm going Toronto, Milwaukee with Toronto winning. Kawhi Leonard's too much. 
I'm going to go Toronto and Milwaukee as well, but I'm going to shake it up. I'm going to say Milwaukee wins. And I think that's – I agree with you. Giannis is amazing. And so I think that he's going to finally power the team to the uh, NBA Finals. No love for the 76ers. We're all in agreement. We don't think yeah. they're going to no. make it No. No, nah, they'll choke. Embiid will get hurt. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons should win Rookie of the Year, actually. Tobias Harris was a good pickup. Yeah, you know, that, that was really a good, good pickup. Pick for him. Big four now. I'm feeling yeah. low. And moving on to the Western Conference, I'm changing it up a little bit. I'm going Thunder Nuggets. Thunder Nuggets. I'm going the Nuggets. Still, they're, they've been slacking a little bit lately. Lost three on the road. Beat the Heat last night. But I still have to say the Nuggets win. I'm going to go uh, Thunder Nuggets as well, but my Thunder is going to win it and go to the NBA Finals for the first time since 2012. Any bias there? Maybe a little, but I mean, the stats say that Paul George is an amazing player, Russell Westbrook is an amazing player, Steven Adams is having an underrated season, was almost an all-star, plus the great rookies. Um, I think the Thunder can make a very good run. I'm excited about mine. Kevin Durant versus Russell Westbrook. Let's go, and Kevin Durant and Golden State are winning this one. That ain't happening, Chief. Yeah, <laughs> I don't is. think so. They're gonna. Oh yeah, you're right. Well, OKC won't make it that far. <laughs> Maybe, probably not. Probably not. So in the finals, I got the Nuggets versus Toronto. Give me Denver in six games. Oh yeah, no bias there. No right? bias. <laughs> okay, Man. it's a toss up. It's too close, but I'm going Nuggets. They've been they've been on a losing streak, but I think if they can play their potential to get Isaiah Thomas back, Michael Porter Jr. Will Barton healthy? I think it's over for the West. I want to know what you're smoking, because I mean, admittedly Denver, but at the same time, I think it's going to be a Thunder Milwaukee final. And what about you? You got the Thunder. They choke. <laughs> Thunder's awesome though, and I they think, choke. Uh, I think uh, Thunder. We'll win it, but it'll be seven games. Oh wow! Okay, so that's, that's an unbiased. <laughs> You're going Oklahoma right? City over Milwaukee. For everyone listening, am, yeah, we've got a, all this bias here. Let's just pick my team. Mavericks are going to win it all. Okay, I well, they're not even in the playoffs. Not right now, we are. Hey, so in my in my matchup, Golden, St- I've got Golden State and Boston. I think it's going to go to seven games, but I've got Golden State winning. You've got Boston. Time. Yeah, I've got Boston. Let me tell you, yes. They're still in this. They're fourth. They can get it's in the East. Yeah, the Nuggets Whoa. are the second in the West. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. You saw how good Boston can do in the playoffs. Sure, they've got major problems right now, <laughs> but I'm hoping they put it together. I picked Boston to win it all at the beginning of the year. I did change it though now to Golden State, but I still think Boston can make it to the finals. I honestly think Boston was better last year, and they had most of their people out. But that's just me. Well, they sure played better last Scary year. Scary Terry. Yeah. Moving on to our final segment, who would you share a nice hot burger and brought with? I've got to go Russell Westbrook. Easy choice. Ten straight triple doubles, passing my my personal goat, Wilt Chamberlain, for most all time or most in a row. Thunder eleven and one last twelve games, and one game back of second and three and a half back of first of Golden State. So that they're hot, man. They are hot, hot, hot right now. Wish the weather was warm, too. <laughs> but, uh, no, I was going to say we are uh, going to have to fire up a whole bunch of grills for this one. Who I would share multiple burgers and brats with? The city of Houston. Because this month, on the 25th, the world's largest rodeo, the Houston Rodeo, is starting up. And I am so excited for it. Also... Still high-key trying to get tickets to that George Strait concert on the 16th. So Check out our next episode where we have a segment called Redneck Sports with Clements.
Wow, NASCAR <laughs> and rodeo. This is getting intense. And George Strait. And George Strait. Wow. All right. Well, imagine you were getting, you were trying to break into a car, and all of a sudden, uh, a fullback comes up and puts you in a, you know, a armbar. All right. Well, that's exactly what happened. Uh, Panthers fullback Alex Arma. Uh, <laughs> Armbard, a potential car thief, and he said, "Not today." That's who I'd share a burger and bra with. How awesome would that be? I mean, it wouldn't be that fun. Yeah, I, no, not to be the guy yeah. bringing the car. Yeah. You're in so much pain right now. You're like, yeah, why did I even try in the first place? But cool story, you know, saving the day, one arm bar at a time. Good job, Alex. That's true. All right, well, thank you for getting me back from Lithuania, Matt. I really appreciate it. And I guess we kept Clements, so. <laughs> We'll see if he comes back, if we don't trade him away by then. But thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Burgers and Brats. We'll see you guys next time.